imagine doing a whole episode and we hadn't recorded anything. No, I but I also feel like that would be a typical back chat moment. That would kind of be like recording yes. the first five episodes, not knowing our microphones actually didn't work and right? it was all the laptop. Exactly. But here we are after two weeks hiatus. High five. Welcome back to Backchat. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> yeah. Reunited. And it feels so good. It's great to see you again. It's good to see you too. I like that color on you. You look great. Thank you. This was a gift actually for, uh, from my sister. From your sister. I saw when they went to Miami Beach. Oh. That would probably be why it says Miami Beach on it. Yeah. I didn't even notice it said that, even though it's in white. Right? Yeah. Now, if you had to give that color a name, mm. what would you call it? Um, I don't know. Fun in the sun. Fun in the sun? Right? I would want to call it something like... You know when you go to Home Depot and you read the paint chip colors? Oh my god. They're, but th- that would be a paint chip color. Oh, fun in the sun? I would call that... Yeah, fun in the sun. Yeah. Or, or the, it would be like karmic seafoam. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, karmic seafoam. Debbie Travis, if you're listening, you can have that one for free. That's a really good one, actually. I like it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I feel like Debbie Travis karmic would like it too. Karmic seafoam. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, I know. I like this color. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And it looks like a, like a cooler shirt to keep you cool in the right? sun, it's but it's still really comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then I can go like this in the car ride just like put my sleeve over top of the air conditioning and so that it blows like right up into my armpit cold air tan great that sounds wonderful yes how have you been um i've been great i feel like the last couple of weeks have been really busy mm-hmm. with a lot of different stuff and there was like a little bit of travel involved and things like that but um yeah good i can't complain good mm-hmm. and how awesome. about you i've been good i've been house hunting Ooh. aka apartment hunting yeah um, now you just recently moved, did you not? I did. Okay. So we're in we are uh, we are in a studio right now. Okay. Um, but a studio is small for two people and a cat. Yeah. And I want to have a bedroom, and I want to have a little bit more space. And I always forget studios just don't, don't have, have a bedroom. bedroom. I don't know why I always forget that because it's yeah. very obvious. Yeah, and yeah. our bed like pulls out of the wall. Oh, like it's, a, it's a Murphy really bed. It's a really old building. I think that's, yeah. yeah. A Murphy bed? Is that what it's called? Does it turn into anything when it goes up against the wall? Like a Scotch shelf no, or something? No, it literally is on wheels. It pulls out of a cabinet. Oh, it actually it's pulls out of the wheels. It's on little wooden wheels. Yeah. Like, it's, it, it's that's terrifying, pretty, that's actually. That's a pretty deep cabinet. Oh, it is. Yeah. And then our bathroom is like, like you go up three little stairs and then like the bathtub is like on top of that cabinet. Now it's all making sense logistically. Yeah. Yeah, but it's very small. It's just so yeah. So we're just we're not in a rush. Like we love our place, mm-hmm. but it's just too small. Yeah, and it's time to upgrade. I I hear you. So we're just taking our time and like till we find like the perfect spot. Amazing. But you know how hunting in the city is insane. Oh, so it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, and it's it can get so frustrating, and it's yeah. not cheap. No. Yeah, I'm it's actually kind cheap. of in the same boat. So Are you? my lease here is up at the end of October. Oh, but, okay. Um, okay. The owner's selling. Oh, really? So there'll be someone here to take measurements soon. Like, I'm probably protected in my lease. But, I mean, when there's ownership change, you have to assign things, and it's just kind of a thing. Right, right, but right. But I really wanted to have a summer here, so I yeah. will drag my feet Yeah, to make sure. sure I can have my summer by the beach. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. If you don't get that, there's no point of you even living here in the first place. No, if I don't get that, it would just be a shame if this tinderbox burned to the ground. Yeah. What? <laughs> right. 
Exactly. <laughs> okay, but where, what area would you like to live in? in um, you know, I was asked that the other night and I don't know hmm. right now. I know, like there's so many different areas that I really like, but I don't think it matters to me that much. The more I've lived in different parts of the city, mm-hmm. um, I think it just matters about, you know, where you can get to. Right. relatively easily but right. for me like it's really nice to have the beach that close yeah but I would be just as happy if I had to drive two minutes to get there or take a bus or something I, I'm just weird like that it doesn't right, matter right, right. my proximity to things isn't the big issue right it's more the actual unit itself that I'm in that's important okay yeah okay. so well, that's I guess good. wherever I can find something that feels like home yeah 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 something totally. nice for a good price yes so I might have to move to Winnipeg yeah well good luck You'll never see me. No, no, you'd never see me again either. (laughs) You'd turn into a Winnipeg person. I've never been. A Winnipeg? I I don't know. Maybe it's okay. A Winnipeg? Oh, yeah. Winnipegger? That works. Winnipegger? Yeah. Ooh, Winnipegger? Winnipegonian? (laughs) Sounds like like a sex move. A Winnipegonian? A Winnipegger. Yeah. Winnipegger? Mm hmm. That's one of them. Which one do you like better? Yeah, um, the first one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For sure. I was trying to make a Lake Winnipeg joke in there, and it just wasn't coming around to happen for us, so Mm, just left it. Well, it was somewhere, you know. It's out there somewhere. And (laughs) And here's our classic backtrack chairs. Speaking of out there somewhere, the chairs are back. Yes. So if you could be sponsored by anyone in the entire world today. Yes. Who would I be sponsored by? Who would it be, Krista? I would say Evo today. Okay. And I'm going to say that because I... I've been using a lot of Evo lately, and I would just love to get some free rides. That'd be great because I mean, yeah. it's a good service, but it's not the cheapest. It's it's not terrible. Like it has like it's fifteen dollars an hour, so that part of it isn't bad. Oh, flat rate. Yeah, it has flat rate. Okay, and you hit that hour rate um, after thirty minutes of driving. Oh, okay, but it's still it's just like. It's so easy to just use it all the time, and all of a sudden you spent five hundred dollars a month on Evo. It's insane, right? Yeah, I yeah. feel like Cardigo is kind of the same, and it just adds up. Yeah. Also, Cardigo is small, though. I would rather take an Evo. Yeah, well, they've in got a Prius, the, honey. They've got the new Mercedes, though. The Cardigo. Oh. Yeah, and it's like a four-door <laughs> Mercedes that you get what? into, and they're really nice too. Oh man. Yeah, and it's such a nice ride. Like Ooh. I really like them. Oh damn. Yeah. How much is the Cardigo? Um, I feel like it's probably comparable. Okay. Yeah, I don't know About the rates. The Although I, I do know sometimes so. I'm really surprised though when I take it thinking it's more cost effective than like a taxi or other forms of transportation. Yeah. And then I look at the email statement that they send and, and I'm not. like, whoa, that yeah. was more than a taxi. Yeah. Mind you, if I see the Mercedes nearby, I'll reserve it without right, right. probably looking at it. It's a higher rate because oh. you're driving a Mercedes. I would assume they would be because oh. it's not a smart car. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I like the Priuses. They're nice. Yeah. They're nice. They're they're actually quite nice to drive. And they like the Bluetooth hooks up really quick. That's nice. That's so like you really can have nice. your own music. Yeah. That's my favorite part about the Evo. Oh man. Yeah. Um having and not having to hold an aux cord around anymore. Right? Do you know we're going to be that Half generation that's like when I was your age, we had to bring the aux cord with us from car to car. Right? To play our Taylor Swift fucking going home from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> May that never change. Yes. <laughs> So I see that um, your stepbrother got to go to the Taylor Swift concert. Oh, did he? I didn't even see that. I saw the story. I was a little jealous. Oh. Can I say your stepbrother on here? Yeah. Or can we do that? Why not? I don't know. I don't know the rules, Krista. I try to follow them, but I don't know all of them. Yeah. 
It's true. There's no handbook. Um, if I could have a sponsor today, mm-hmm. it would probably be there. There's a new app that. Well, it's actually it's not a new app. It's been out for a while, and it's called Story Corps. Which yeah okay. It's really funny to say out. So it's yeah. like corpse is C O R P S. Right. But it sounds like you're talking about like a literate body or something. You know, right. like sorry, corpse. It's really yeah. weird to say. Yeah. But it's geared around interviewing people that are close to you in your life, like relatives, right. especially older relatives. Yeah. Um. What? Because one day they're not going to be around anymore. Right. And you can ask them questions about their lives, and it records it, and it gives you like the interview format and what you say, and kind of coaches oh. you through this interview. Right. And you can ask them things like, what's your favorite memory from your childhood? Right. Or if you could give your young self any piece of advice, what would it be? I love that. You know? And when you're asking someone like your 80-year-old grandmother these things, it's pretty cool to yeah, see what they think are be. their biggest accomplishments, what their biggest yeah. failure was, That's, how they yes. felt the first time they held their first child, Aww. you know? Just really, there's some really cool questions that oh. are in there that I probably wouldn't even have thought of asking. Totally. And that, yeah. So, so this is so funny because... Um, I have been, um, for the past couple years, yeah. um, recording conversations with my grandpa. And you've been doing this for the past couple years. Yeah. Um, just on voice memos. What made on my you phone. decide to start? Because, well, so my grandpa has, he has cancer. He has bone marrow, like multiple myeloma. It's called it's okay. like cancer of the bone. Okay. And so he was diagnosed when he was like 67, but, um, he's and 80 how old now. Is he now. He's oh, 80. 80. Okay. Oh, wait. He's older than that, I think. He might even be 84. I can't remember. Anyways. Okay. Um, he was born in 1938. So he's 80. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, and the medication that he's taking has like recently kind of stopped working. So oh. like, which means that the cancer will come back. Okay. So, but a couple years ago, like I just, you know, started recording stories because he has such interesting stories, but I don't always remember all the details after being just told it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And anyways, and now that I know, you know, he this cancer has come back. We just found this out. Okay. Like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been trying to like ask him questions and just like let him recall things and just record. I actually don't tell him that I'm recording because I don't want. <laughs> I mean, ethically, part of you thinks that you should, but I find that you lose the candor. Exactly. And it's and nice I don't to want have him, him to unfiltered. Feel like- Ex- yeah, you, know what I mean? you completely change the vibe when somebody knows yeah. they're being recorded. Yeah, and so I have about four hours of oh, recorded that's stories. so cool. And yeah, so like last time I was there, I um, we went through a box of like old family photos and stuff too. And then he was telling me all of these things that I had no idea about. Yeah, and in our got, family, you got it recorded, and now I've got it recorded smart so that's actually a really good idea for an app i i might actually try it because i'm going there on you friday should check it out. i'll show you and the, what i really like about it is um it's super user-friendly yeah I, I, although we record a podcast so like yeah. it's like that wouldn't be too challenging for us you yeah know? for us pros here oh, we're so pro we definitely don't have any problems where we just forget to plug the mic in right <laughs> that never, never happens not even once no um and i really like their question list like they're cool yeah. questions that I wouldn't have thought of asking my grandmother. Right. You would think of maybe asking your best friend or your partner some of them. Right. But to put it in the perspective of asking your grandmother, it actually adds a whole new dimension to them. Totally. And it was, yeah. And so, it's and cool. you were in, you took your grandma for a vacation. I did. Yeah. So I took, um, I took my grandma for a weekend away. Actually. So cute. I made her a gift certificate for Christmas. That oh. was good for her and I taking a weekend away together. Oh my God. That's so cute. Of her choice. So she got to choose the weekend and she got to choose the destination. So we went to Jasper. I love that. 
which is where the royal couple is allegedly oh. going to honeymoon, oh. but oh, we didn't really? stay at the Royal Park Lodge like they're going to. Oh, okay. Apparently. I didn't know any of this. And um, yeah, so I decided this would be a really good time yeah. to download this app and ask her these questions about it. But um, I, I don't know. It comes, I guess it's a double-edged sword when it comes to that because I wasn't expecting some of her answers to be as, as heavy. So just like a little mm. bit of a backstory. You know, my grandmother went to a residential school. And what you were indigenous. You were part indigenous. Yeah, yeah. And my, well, my grandmother is Cree. Okay, so your she was born Cree. and raised north of Fort McMurray. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't speak English till she was almost a teenager. Oh my god. And then had to That's go, so cool. you know, um, leave this this life and forced into the public school system to assimilate. Does I guess. she still have? Does she still speak Cree? No. So she trying to learn anything about our heritage from her um, growing up was actually very challenging because. Mm-hmm she was taught to be very ashamed of who she like where she came from and what her heritage was right and then that like the indigenous side of her was it was bad and it's not something that she needed to to hold on to so i mean i guess she's kind of coming around now she's 80 though and so this is it's just such a shame to see someone who's 80 years old and um just to hear some of the stories um and things that she's been through because of, of what happened to her Kind of made it yeah. a little bit real because um, you hear about residential schools a lot and I've never necessarily. Yeah. And you know, it's almost kind of glazed over, I feel like, in Canadian culture it because and it's like it's actually a really terrible thing that's ongoing. Yeah, that totally. I think our government wants us to kind of forget about. Man, I, I mean, maybe not the current one and not to get overly political about it, mm-hmm. but um, like I knew that she had experienced this, but it never right. really had hit home until I did right. this interview with her. Right, right. And I'm asking her about things like how she felt when she held my mom, when my mom was first born, mm. but she couldn't remember. Really? Because she had suppressed just <gasps> so many memories from her past and this, oh that God. whole experience that it has actually like affected wow. memories up into her young adulthood. Wow. Yeah. So it was kind of eye opening. How old was she when she had your mom? Um, oh gosh. My thirty? Okay. I'm thinking. Yeah, because yeah, my mom is fifty something. Okay. Fifty two, fifty one, and my grandma's eighty. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um yeah, I guess she would have been around there. My mom's like right around thirty. 30. Yeah, my mom's the youngest though. So her oh, very okay. first kid is like ten uh, years older. So she would have just been early twenties. Oh wow. But um yeah, so it was just kinda crazy. I mean, there were a lot of great memories and we had a lot of laughs and especially yeah. when you asked the memories about you as a yeah. kid and what yeah. they would recommend for your future. Like yes. if you, they can give you any advice, yeah. um what they want most for you in the whole world. There's yeah. just so many fun questions. What and was, that was good. Was there anyone that like was particularly funny you were like oh that's cute grandma oh man there there are so many i'd have to listen to it again yeah yeah sorry i got a little sidetracked with the heavy part of that there was like oh that's okay that's a really interesting you know i think it's so important for especially for our generation to be looking back at these kinds of things from our from our grandparents because you know i think that that part of history is well, it's very important, and it's, we we don't hear about it. Exactly. And this is like, you know, you are a young adult living in like modern Canada, and there are still a lot of effects that are, you know, ripping through our our culture at a completely unexpected time, right? and unexpected place. Yeah, 
yeah. that that's helpful for us to understand that connection more. Exactly. So it's not some abstract kind of thought that you just learned about in a, in a textbook or something right. in your social studies class. It's like a real world example that was yeah. sitting across the table from me, you totally. know? Yeah, yeah. So that's very cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And it was yeah. just, it was kind of neat just to hear the story about like how her and my grandfather met and, you know, Aww. like what they're Cute. like, just little tidbits like that, that right. you would never think of asking your grandma. Yeah. Well, at least I wouldn't. Yes. Until I saw it on the question list. And I'm like, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, totally. So, that is really cool. Yeah. That's actually really cute. So I had a similar thing where with when I was talking to my grandpa. Okay. And he w- recalled this um, actually really horrible story that I was like not expecting at all um, that had happened when he was, I think, early 20s. Okay. Um, and he actually was in a car accident that almost killed him and that was that he killed three people in a in a car accident he was driving he was driving it wasn't his fault like the people had been drinking and they had just pulled over this is in yarmouth nova scotia this is like okay you know in what like the early 50s the wild west or the the, wild East East in the circumstance yeah. yeah And they had just pulled over and they didn't have any lights. It was totally pitch black. Yeah. And he just didn't see them. And there was a dude just standing in the road and he just hit him. He actually hit a person, not a, person, a vehicle full of people. And then hit a vehicle. And so three people didn't make it. And he almost bled to death in the car because his watch had nicked his wrist open. And he literally, yeah, I know. It's I crazy. I feel like you're reading me like a John Grisham novel. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But it Maybe was, not John it was Grisham, actually well, just but. so, it was weird because I just had turned on this thing and then he just remembered this story and he was telling me, I mean, he spent in the hospital for three weeks. That's insane. That. I mean, you can see why he probably wouldn't talk about it a lot. I, I know. And like, but it, it's like, you know, that's something that. I never would have known and it's like such a huge part of his life like yeah. that affected him for the rest of his life it was also people he knew oh my gosh like not knew closely but knew of because it was a small town right? yeah but like yeah dude it's terrible that is that's horrific but right? also just like so much opportunity to gain some just some knowledge about what people go through yeah because you hear about it in the news all the time people yeah. go through this stuff and you always wonder you know, what do they go through? What are the repercussions mentally from that? And yeah. I guess it's kind of a real world, world example for you of other ways where we have things rip, ripping through our culture. Right. Yeah. To actually yeah, have a, sure. in your face example of. And, and that's that's exactly what what I'm what I mean is that, like, I think it's important for us to know where we come from, especially in Canada. Like, yeah. you know, myself as a descendant of settlers, obviously, who mm-hmm. came to Canada, like I, you know, I'm not indigenous. I'm European white, just yeah. shit mix of white people. <laughs> I couldn't the tell her by your blonde hair, blue eyes over there. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's like important, like that's like kind of a decolonization technique that I feel like that we can use, which is to know our past, like, yeah. and know how our family got here and like be aware of what went on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas like for you, it's like, learning about all of these things with your grandmother like that's a huge part of our current political environment our history as a country massive your history as 
you know, in your family. Yeah. Like, I think that stuff is important for us to know. Very important. You know? Yeah. And things like that didn't always get recorded, whereas now I feel like our lives are recorded so easily on, like, Instagram and Facebook and this and that. Almost and constantly, then, you know, all you the time. You get a memory every day from Facebook from, like, you know, eight years ago. Some and they're not all, they're not all quote, welcome. Right? Oh, God. Have you, how I many know? times have you had status, status <laughs> cringe? Where oh, a status so comes bad. up and you're like, how did I even think that was, A, right? that should have been a tweet? <laughs> why is that on facebook why did i, I say that oh my god oh. or like a photograph or something and you're just like ew oh see those have stopped popping she? up because i've done a massive like Purge. facebook cleanse yeah. if you will we took a course um there was um some random university course that i took about preparing us for our future oh. and we had to go it through and or was it in real estate somewhere oh. and we had to had to spend a day sense, polishing our well not so, with the some of the courses i took in university actually but we had to spend a full day polishing our social media profiles oh and getting rid of photos of us on the beach holding a beer oh weird you know like just going through and completely sanitizing your Ew. image there and it weird. was really interesting but i'm actually glad i did it because there were just photos that did not need to be on there that's so funny see like that I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm, like, on the fence about, like, you know, like, kind of only, per- like, see, for me, I'm, like, I do present present myself the same all the time. Right. Like, for me, consistency is, like, this is who I am. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. And that is a privilege to be able to do that 100%. Definitely. But um, I almost kind of feel like the more honest we are all the time and the more real we are all the time and consistent all the time. Right. Um the easier it kind of balances it out for everybody here's the deal though i think it depends on how much you do that and so I my counter and, it, and I, I agree i'm also in a different field and like and that's true know. and i don't think that my field has a lot to do with it um i agree with everything that you yeah. have to say about that but i think that like just in in a lot of our cases we were just really surprised because i'm not on the beach drinking a beer every day yeah but you would really, you know, and this is just an example. I don't even know if I had a photo like that, but right. just an example. But just like with how that is portrayed, that kind of looks like that's what makes up the bulk of it. There's right. no photos of me at the gym. There's no photos of me writing. There's no photos of me doing any of this. Yeah. And so I think that's what they were getting at is just right. removing things. Just just like that. And I guess that is social media culture because you're not going to show your bad moments and whatever. And it's exactly. Not, you know, but, you know, like one theory that I have is that. And actually, I don't even think that this is my theory, but it's something I agree with is okay. what I should say. I was I actually just excited that you had where... written this theory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I've written it down as my PhD thesis. Um, Chris's theory Chris's of social theory media. About nudes. No, I think it was something I heard, but I don't know where. Tits or GTFO. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unsolicited. Um, is that if everybody, like just, if we had like a, national leak a nude day where everyone leaks a nude then like people because you know when like someone's like account gets hacked and then like they they have you know their whole life gets destroyed because of because of this stupid mirror selfie or something so it's like if we all just like have like a you know national leak a nude day then everyone has leaked a nude so and it takes away the The stigma stigma around it we had kind (laughs) i don't know if this is a thing i i don't know i have never heard of this okay so maybe this is you know maybe this is my brain but i don't know i i mean i i like the idea i like where you're coming from with it if this is in fact your Mm -hmm. theory Mm -hmm. 
Um, it kind of ties in with, you know, Snapchat was kind of invented right. so that these photos don't stick around. That's like the yes. whole premise of why yes. it came about is so you can send a dick pic that's going to disappear. But yo, screenshot though. And what else is funny is it doesn't disappear. Just because it disappeared off your phone, every single photo you've ever sent on Snapchat is saved at Snapchat. That's fucked up. And... <laughs> With your name attached to it. Like, they know who oh, sent wow. what, right? Yeah. And so we were at dinner the other night laughing about how funny... Well, not funny, but remember when Ashley Madison's website got yes. leaked? Yes. Imagine that happened to oh Snapchat. Oh, my God. And you could call it the snapping. Oh, my God. I love and it. And every photo you've ever <laughs> sent... Snapping. Everything you've ever sent oh, on Snapchat Jesus. is tied to your name. That would be terrifying. And gets leaked tomorrow. Mine would just be a lot of, like, me, like, taking a poop. I always send my friends videos of me taking a poop, especially if there's like lots of farts. Oh wow, you've Aren't never I rude? you've never done that to me. You've always been the more wholesome one of us both. How have I escaped this? I'm I'm thankful. I don't I'm know, thankful. Brian. Thank you, Krista. You're welcome. You know, I don't genuinely say that with this much conviction. Genuine in my genuine 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 genuinity oh genuinity wow. See, then, genuinity that, no, genuinity God, I guess it. with this much genuine with this much bona fide thankfulness in my eyes there you go but I why am, could we both not say that word i don't know maybe we had like um a simultaneous stroke oh that's possible yeah i hear that that happens mm-hmm. um well <laughs> do you know do you <laughs> Really? Tell me about the last time you heard about a simultaneous stroke. We're having sympathy, sympathy forgetfulness. I had a sympathy stroke. A sympathy stroke. Oh my god! I just, I guess, somebody to counter. I'm sorry. Holy man! I was having a, I was having a. All right. It's continuing. Anyways, All maybe right. it's time for some. Uh, it's, it's in, in the, the stars. stars. Okay, what was that one? Um, you know, Railroad like when tracks? people when when people gold pan, well, I was like shaking some stars out of a gold pan. Oh my god, yeah. I love it. Just call me, call me an explorer of sorts. Love it, love so, it. So, what do you have for me today? Okay, so this one I'm gonna read from. Um, where did I get this one? Okay, this is just off an Instagram thing that I found. And I actually, okay, I thought I'm reading this one because I'm going to read yours and mine. Okay. They're both very short and they both have to do with our loved ones, but I, you'll see, you'll see, maybe you'll get the connection. There's a method to your madness. There's a method to the madness. It's been two weeks since I've heard it and it's in the stars. There goes another sympathy stroke. Wow. Right? Can we say that on here? Are we going to get in trouble? No. Strokes are no joke. (laughs) No jack can matter. (laughs) A stroke is no joke. Why are we like this? I don't know. I'm so sorry it's to been so anyone long. who's offended by that. Yeah. Um, uh, we're going to have to say our, our apologies at the beginning of every, every episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. So this is yours. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. So Libra. And this is from Horoscope of Today. Just some random thing I found on Instagram. Okay. Um, take a deep breath and resign yourself to the fact that for the next few weeks, you and your partner might be navigating murky waters when it comes to communication. Oh. On Thursday, and by the way, this is an old, this is an old thing. This is from. Is this from last, like two weeks ago? So on Thursday, Mercury will turn retrograde in your relationship sector and remain out of phase 
the good news is that this will be a time to consider going back to an old argument or decision you had to make together and try sorting it out again. This time, you might be able to compromise. On the flip side, however, you might not want to push new decisions. That could be frustrating. Okay. Okay. And then mine was, the more you struggle to keep secrets from your lover, the more it's going to hurt you in the end. You might feel as if you simply must keep something to yourself because if you open up, your partner won't approve. Okay. To be honest, this might be true, especially if you've done something that threatens the core of your relationship. None of us are perfect. At the same time, however, if you refuse to take responsibility for something or if you try to bury the situation altogether, you're only cheating yourself out of personal integrity. I like so, that. Like, just totally randomly came across those. But I thought, like, isn't that so weird? Because we had a miscommunication well we, we just had a i don't know what, i think how, what would you call i don't that? even i wouldn't call it a miscommunication well I, actually i think fundamentally it was a miscommunication yes. but it was just but a that really, wasn't really it and it doesn't really it didn't jive with honestly any history you you and i have ever had together no ever no it was just a really weird day i had gone through something that was um it just brought up a lot of past stuff for me and it was yeah. a weird day for me yeah and i think um you had you know come over and we were going to do this together and yeah. just the energies kind of we were both trying to compensate somehow yeah and it just was like we just weren't hitting the mark you no know? and we didn't but what's yeah. really cool about it is um we talked about it yes in person in person like we sat down yeah. you made eye contact with me yes. and i could tell i could tell as soon as you started talking about it you looked over my shoulder at like into at something in the distance and stopped eye contact and i'm like okay this is going to maybe be some constructive criticism coming my way but it was good because like yeah. and that's how well i know you i could tell yes. that you were going something like that was up something was up but um i it was great to make eye contact and talk about it right and obviously when you hear from another person that you have done me and it's not necessarily like i did anything wrong but when you hear from someone like feedback because you know you could have been different about something mm -hmm. um it's not i don't think i think it's human nature that's not easy for anyone to hear no because we all want to think hard. That, and because you don't want to you never want to upset your a friend especially exactly you would never if it was up to you you know everything would always be hunky-dory but that's not life is it no it's not and the important thing i think um the takeaway from that is yes. learning how a learning when it is actually valid yes and not just somebody being a jerk to you yes knowing it's knowing it's coming from a place of love is yes. the first thing knowing when to recognize and identify that totally because i think a lot of people in abusive relationships um they completely misunderstand where that's coming from and it's not coming from a place of love then it's yeah. coming from a place of bitterness and a, just an ugly place totally and even at work like you know you can pick and you it's there's a, a way to listen to feedback yeah. and then you don't always have to take it in exactly it, if it's if it feels like something that's like bullshit maybe that doesn't you know what i mean like kind of like a little jibe at you or something like that you can just be like yeah okay thank you so much for the feedback and then be like bye bitch you exactly know? yeah but but yeah so it wasn't like it, it, i knew it was coming from you know just a place of love and i yeah. really respected and appreciated that we could sit down in person make eye contact and talk about it and then me as a person learning to just react to that appropriately when yes. somebody tells you something that doesn't necessarily fit your idea of what you thought yes. it's not an attack you're not getting physically threatened your tribal brain kicks in right or your neanderthal brain or, or your what lizard brain your lizard brain you that's the term you use yes your <laughs> lizard brain kicks in yeah and you have to tell it that no she's not trying to stab me with a spear or yeah. steal my last piece of buffalo you don't need to fight or flight exactly <laughs> right 
yeah there is no fight or flight going on here it's like but your brain wants to protect you like that yes it does and i could go on for a long time talking about how your brain then that's where addictions come from that's where you know just like unhealthy behavior comes from totally but anyways it's just recognizing that and seeing it came from a place of love and two good friends that can chat it out yes but i think a it takes um it takes guts to tell someone that and i try to practice this in my own life all the time too Mm -hmm. and um anybody that i care about and i'm close to i think it's a respect thing to let them know if they're doing something that's not necessarily great and this is making it sound like i did some horrible thing i didn't by the way but i think it's also a really good it was actually a really minor thing but just you know what i mean like yeah i don't know it wasn't a big deal but Mm -hmm. it was important for us to talk about because we it you know put maybe a little bit of like oh like we're not seeing eye to eye here yeah exactly and, and well, that's and really all it was there was no bad feelings like no, towards exactly you or towards me it was and, nice in fact, we, yeah it was a growing experience wasn't it, it really was yeah and it wasn't it was just like how it was something, in the stars it was completely it was completely in the stars completely in the stars but i think that's an important thing and especially like in our you know modern lives where it's so easy to just send a text yeah it's like what i think really shows that you care is that it's like you know what i want to talk to you about this in person why because it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. and so sometimes when we you know send a text or something like that instead it's so easy to put your own spin on that when you're oh, reading it right I do, I do it all the time and that was Same. actually one of my new year's in resolutions fact, I think that was one of the reasons why like on the actual day when when we were hanging out that you were worried about was it was like totally trying to figure out like tone and all these different things exactly yeah yeah and that was one of my new year's resolutions was to stop reading into stop reacting with emotion to emails and text message because like working is it's the worst sometimes right i feel you yes oh it's so true and sometimes like even a simple thing like if you send a, like an email at work and then like a corker doesn't get back to you and you're like, oh my God, do they hate me? But they just totally it's forgot. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. It's like what your lizard brain will do. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. a very, very primal thing. Especially if you're an air sign. Oh, just air sign stuff. Hashtag. You know it. <laughs> well, I think that's a wrap on this episode of Back Chat. But if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. And find me at Bry Helix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. And we'll be coming at you next week with a brand new episode. So thanks for tuning in. I'm Brian. And I'm Krista. And, and together, together we're Back Chat. <laughs> I wish we could actually have that. <laughs> I mean.